It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Tig, I want you to pretend to be a judge. I want you to make just a, a ruling here. I don't want you to think too much about each of these. I've got five questions about airplane etiquette, and I want to get your opinion on these. Number one, should people in the middle seats get both armrests? Yes. Why is that? I think the aisle has its advantages. You have your own armrest already, and uh, you can kind of scooch away a little bit. The middle person's just stuck. And on the, the window side, that's my favorite seat. You got that armrest, and you can put your head against the wall. So if you were the king of aviation, you would say, yes, middle people get both armrests. All right, speaking of the window seat, question number two, should the person in the window seat have total control over the window shade? Yes. Complete control? I would take other opinions into my account. I've done that for people. Hey, uh, could you lower the shade? And I would do it, but it's up to me. I am king of the shade. Okay. If I'm on the window, I am, uh, I am shade dictator. Number three, is it okay to ask a stranger to switch seats with you so you can sit with someone? Yes. And you know the airline can't do anything about that. Like the airline can't say, oh, no, you can't switch seats. Like, you know, they can't tell you you can't do that. But it's, it's okay to ask. Yeah. Number four, if you were traveling traveling. If you were traveling alone, would you agree to switch seats? Yes. Absolutely on that one. What kind of cold-hearted... Unless you paid for extra legroom or something and someone wants to trade that I mean, I ain't leaving first class to go no, back. No, no, no. Of like... course not that. And number five, <coughs> excuse me, how much do you want to talk to the strangers next to you on a plane? Zero. You want zero speaking? Don't. Don't Why? want any. Why not? Because you're stuck. It's one thing if I run into you in a restaurant. I, I can always leave that bar. <laughs> on a plane, you're just done. Like, you just have to sit there. One thing that's happened to me on a plane was uh, the lady beside me wanted to have a little conversation. I was fine with that. But what she didn't realize is sometimes your ears get stopped up up in the plane. Yeah. And she was talking so loudly, I guess she couldn't, you know. She didn't notice her own volume. And she was going on like, I went to college in Wisconsin. And she was, I mean, talking for about five, six minutes. Finally, a lady in front of us turns around and goes, ma'am, you're talking way too loud. Are you serious? Someone actually said that. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Well, everybody else looked back with agreement. And this poor lady that was talking didn't realize she was talking at tw that 20 loud. to 30 decibels yeah, higher that's the than other normal. Thing. Uh, once you start talking to people then other people start it sounds like a cafeteria in there and you can't uh sleep and there's always that passenger and it's always you can't ever find out where they are but you can hear the whole conversation it's the worst isn't it yeah All no right. talking on an no airplane no talking on the plane according to king tig king, king of tig. king of aviation sky king <laughs> it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country Tiger, Daniel. can you hear me all right Daniel? i can hear you yes i was okay. so stressed out about having that flat tire I told you about on Monday. You drove all the way. You did like an eight-hour or nine-hour drive, and then you got to your house, and the tire was flat. Got home, I'm exhausted. The last thing I wanted to deal with, I even considered calling in to work the next day, just like, oh, man, flat tire. But I didn't. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to entertain America, and that's us, Doug. Right. So I went took a discount tire yesterday, uh, got it changed, and I was just sitting there waiting like, oh, boy, here we go. Under warranty. So it was only like 20 bucks to replace. Oh, really? Yeah. So and whenever you know what? I, I was happy that those guys, that they could have just been like, nah, this ain't under warranty. I would have been none the wiser. But it, uh, it was covered. Yeah, look at that. Whenever you uh, buy a car, I know that they go, all right, so the price is X amount. And then they go, but would you like this kind of protection? And would you like this kind of protection? And you don't know if you're getting uh, duped. duped or not.
but apparently you selected something. No, that... I didn't select it. I think that this particular place just. Huh. Well, look at you go. Yeah, I was so happy you're, about that. I the guess first I'm, person I... in history where a warranty worked. <laughs> and I didn't have to pay extra for it. So I was happy with those guys. Every time I went in for something and I go, is this under warranty? Nah, not this one. Like those rules about it, you know? Let me tell you what happens every time. If you get like any type of Christmas bonus or any type of fortune, if you say it in front of your car, <laughs> I swear to God. It knows it. Or if you say something, if you say it, if you say it at the wrong place, something will break. Do you find that to be true? I do. Um, you know, you win a little money off a scratch off or I don't know. Somehow you come across a few extra hundred dollars. Somehow that gets spent right away. Like the, like. I really believe, like, Nature your car, knows you, it. somehow your phone hears it or something and sends some <laughs> signal for something else to break every single time. <laughs> it's uh, 98. I don't think you're wrong, by the way. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel at 619. Good morning. Daniel, can you uh, quickly retell the story of the time you thought you got assassinated? Uh, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> Daniel I, thought he got shot. I once. had read somewhere. An article that said if you got shot in the head, you just there'd be no sound because the brain, you know, the bullet hits you before you even hear it. Yeah. And I was walking my dog, and I was walking it down the street, and I walked under a very big acorn tree. Whatever, what what tree produces acorns? I guess an oak tree. Now there's those cute little acorns that like chipmunks would probably eat, and then there's those big giant ones. I don't know what those are, <laughs> but I was walking my dog, and it was a very crowded street, like a four lane, and as I'm walking under it, an acorn falls from the tree and hits me like right on the back of the head and the flat part in the back of the head. Mm -hmm. And all I can think about was that Zapruder film where JFK gets shot and he's like, You didn't know it was like an acorn at the time. Right. No, I, I thought I'd been shot. <laughs> so this thing okay. hits me in the back of the head. I fall to the ground, like clutching, trying to feel what, you know, how bad it is, thinking that's it. It was just an acorn. acorn. Yeah. <laughs> so today, uh, I took a, a different route to work. I like to change it up, you know, keep life spicy. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think, I Really don't spice the, it up there. <laughs> I don't take the same route all the time. And today, I was a little bit early, and I said, I'll take my time getting to work. And then I ended up on Denver downtown, Denver mm -hmm. Avenue, right? Yeah. And and like you said, that looks like the thriller video out there. In Zombies the watching around, walking around. Yeah, people are... Milling about every morning. I don't know where they're going, where they're coming from, but they're doing something. I'm just scared the whole time I'm going to hit somebody because, you know, a lot of these people, don't, they don't wear, like, reflective clothing. In fact, they usually wear dark clothing and they're wrapped and stuff. And um, I'm driving, and then I hear, it probably wasn't as bad as I made it out to be, but it's total silence in the car, and I'm kind of having a good morning, just a kind of silent morning. And then I hear, boom, on the side of my car. And it, it sounded like somebody threw a brick at my car. And then I thought of you, and I said, have I been shot at? A victim of a drive-by shooting. Yeah, yeah, like, why would somebody shoot at me? You know, I didn't do anything. So what do I do? I decide not to stop because my initial reaction was to slam on the brakes and, you know, see why somebody's shooting at me, but that's counterintuitive. You want to kind of, if you're ever in a drive-by, you want to keep going. Yeah, imagine. if somebody shoots at you, don't stop and be like, hey, man, why are you shooting at me? <laughs> yeah, keep don't going. Get the hell out of this. So I kept going. And it, it took me maybe four more minutes to get to work, but that was a long four minutes because I'm like, okay, what, what is going on in my car? And I mean, this thing was loud. This isn't. A, this is what it sounded like to me in my brain, at least, it was like something like that. And I get to work and I start inspecting my car. I can't find anything on it. So what in the world was that? I, I thought for sure there's going to be a huge dent somewhere. Somebody threw something at me, shot at me, and I can't. 
And so I'm thinking, was it an acorn that you got hit in the head with? That fell off a tree. You feel like it hit the windshield or the top like it of the car? It hit above me. Could have been somebody throwing something at you. you so, I mean, you uh, wouldn't know. There's no dent on the top of the car. But thanks to you, there's no dent. But thanks to you, I was able to calm myself down and say, probably one of those giant acorns. You probably don't need to be like me. You probably still need to worry if you think you're getting shot at and you're going to get out and ask what's going on. <laughs> hey, what's going on here, fellas? Way out of line. Hey, hey. That's well, that's going to drive me crazy not knowing what that was. you got too many mysteries in your life. Yesterday, yeah. you were telling us about how you went out to your car and it was rifled through, but they didn't take anything. And then somebody called and we figured out they were probably oh, people looking, for, looking gun. for guns. But in this particular situation, Almost another mystery. If somebody did that in order to make somebody stop, like maybe somebody would stop and you get out to inspect your car and they jump in and take it. But I kept on going. Well, I'm glad you did. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know, Daniel, what's changed, I've noticed in my lifetime, is the uh, way people respond to you when you say you're sick. And a lot of people are sick. Like, I got a message from my son's first grade class, like seven kids are out. And uh, used to, you would say, hey, I, I don't feel too well. And people would be like, oh, my gosh, is there anything I can do for you? You want some uh, chicken noodle soup? Would you like me to run by the pharmacy for you? Now, if you tell somebody you're sick, what happens? Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, right now, I imagine that there's a lot of people out of work, and we got to happen at our, our place. And um, But used to, Daniel, I could I could cheat if I really didn't want to go to school. Like if I found out my buddies, they were sick, but I wasn't sick. I was like, I don't want to go to school if they're not there. And back in the day, they used to have uh, what they call a mercury thermometer. Mm -hmm. These things are hard to read, by the way. You know what I'm talking about, the little silver. They were made of glass, and they had uh, poisonous mercury in them. Yes. And our our parents would uh, put them under our tongues, or if we were very little, other places. <laughs> yeah, it's got mercury in it, and they would make us put it in our mouth. <laughs> or other places. But I figured out, like, when you wanted to get the uh, thermometer to reset, you would shake it, mm -hmm. you know, down. and get the mercury back down, and then your mom would put it under your tongue, and then she'd look at it three or four minutes later or whatever. I figured out that if you gently shook it the other way, the mercury would actually go up. But you had to be careful, Daniel. If you did too much shaking, it would go up to, like, 109, and you would... You would be in heaven at that point. You're going to go to hospital, yeah. Right, so uh, you had to shake it just right. But now with these digital things, I don't know how you cheat anymore. Uh, well, you don't have to. Since COVID came along, all the powers within the kids to play hooky is little or as much as they'd like because... What do you mean? Well, say uh, say you're 10 year old, 10 year old and the, you're like, oh, man, I don't feel good, mom and dad. And they're like, you're just pretending. Now you get up and go to school. You get to school, just tell one person, oh, I don't feel good. They're going to be like, all right, you got to go home, dog. I had to go pick up my son just the other day, and they said, yeah, he doesn't. He says he doesn't feel good. I pick him up, he's fine. All the power's in their hands now. Yeah, the kids rule. That's true. <laughs> so, there you go, kids. You know, this makes me think about, and I like to think of terms of zombie apocalypses. Like, I'm not in, you know, if I'm not in good shape, would I make it through the zombie apocalypse? If there were, was a zombie apocalypse outbreak, there'd be nobody helping each other. The minute somebody was like, I think I might be about to come a zombie, you'd be like, okay, go away. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? They would, right. Nobody would help each other. Yeah, Because that's how it left. is now. Right. You'd go in their house and you'd take their ramen noodles. Bring them back to your house. I think you might. There you go. Well, what an uplifting story. Thank you. Yeah, what a fun topic, Ty. Thank you. 740. There's good news. Cody Johnson tickets are free. From Jackson Dean, that's a newcomer. It's 98.5 The Bull at 708. On a Tuesday morning. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Ty. I had to think about this the other day. Could If you were going to get a new job or if you didn't graduate high school, like my uncle Joel, 
I don't think he graduated from high school. I think he later on got his GED. But the guy's gone on to be so successful. Mm -hmm. He's a very successful guy. I know Uncle Joe. I love Uncle Joe. Makes I didn't know he didn't graduate from high school. See, there you go. Huh. So my question is, could you just lie about <laughs> graduating high school or even college? Do they check? I don't know. I would imagine, like, if you work, if you're a physician. Mm-hmm. At St. Francis, they're going to check. Right. You can't just say, hey, I went to medical school. But just some other run-of-the-mill job. Like, like ours. Right. Well, I wonder when they hired us. Like, I graduated from a place called Realtown High School in Alabama. Do you think they call and check to see, to make sure I graduated from Realtown and also graduated from Auburn University? Do you think that they called and checked Auburn University? Not for this job. Not for this I wouldn't one? think so. So what I want to know from somebody that does the hiring at places, do, do you check out these... Uh, to see if you graduated the high school or even the college. 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. Uh, we have on the phone with us the lady here in HR, and I assume, Livia, that you're the one that, that checks the uh, applications or whatever to see if we went to school or not? Actually, your hiring manager checks to see, checks your references, not me. Do you think, though, that he called the high school that I went to and, to, <laughs> you know, double-check on that? I do not think he called the high school that you went to. Do you think that he called the college? No, I do not. Then why didn't I just tell you guys I went to Harvard or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure he checked your references that you put down as far as, you know, people that you'd worked for in the past. Well, surely you know that you all you do is get your buddies. You put them down for references. You don't really put your actual references down. Well, I'm sure they actually call people that work there that they may know and get, like, the real scoop on you. So, in other words, you can lie about graduating high school. You can, but you also check a box on there that everything is true. And if they find out at some point that you lied on it, you can be fired then. Uh, Uh-oh. Can I get a hold of my <laughs> mm -hmm. application again and some whiteout? <laughs> yeah, re-sign that, baby. Have you ever had to fire somebody on account of them lying on their application? Yes. Ooh. Now, who was that? <laughs> we need names and addresses. I didn't tell you that part. <laughs> now I'm dying to know. Uh, that's interesting, though. Um, I would imagine, though, that even if you – here's what I think is you get a real-life education, too. In our case, Dana, we've been doing this gig for, like, 15 years. Mm -hmm. I don't think they cared what we did before that. And then they check your references. And I got to say that, you know, only – you know, what kind of idiot would put somebody down that's a bad reference? Have you ever called somebody – you know, you list three references. Have you ever called somebody and somebody gave a bad reference? Yes. Oh, See, my word. Uh, what so is going that, on here? Think crazy. about that. Think about that for a second. There's somebody that applied for a job, and they put down three names, and they think, this guy's got my back, this lady's got my back, but one of them didn't, wow. and you'll never know. How about that? Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, well, Olivia, it thank happened. Well, thank you for the call You're this welcome. Morning. You guys have a good morning. You too. Right, See you now. Too. I. Bye -bye. Uh, I, uh, don't you, don't you just occasionally put your buddy down for a reference? Of course. <laughs> like, you're not going to put your enemy down. Like, yeah, I got my buddy Larry, I think, is one of my references down in Alabama. I never work with that guy. And he doesn't even work in radio. I mean, I work with him, like, right out of high school, like a drugstore, but I don't know what he's going to do to help. <laughs> right. So if you're uh, somebody that hires people, we'd like to know, do you, how much do you vet these people? And I imagine things have changed since everybody's having such a hard time hiring somebody. I mean, at fast food places now, they're literally begging people to come work. They're like, hey, we'll pay you that day. Yeah, they'll pay you at the Daily end of the pay. shift. And it's going to get to where they're going to pay you by the hour. Like and each hour you'll get a paycheck. I remember being in high school too, and it was like, 
your GPA is so important. And I get it there to get into college and things like that, but I've never had anybody once check out my GPA. Have you? Not that I know of. They've never even asked to see my report card or diploma from college. If we even got report cards. So Daniel wants to know. If you do the hiring, do you guys check out people's, uh, at least their educational history? Do you call that high school and ask about them? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Our 98.5 The Bull fight is at 740, so like... 19 minutes from now, and uh, Cody Johnson tickets are free. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. I was curious, Ty, um, whenever you try to get a, get a job these days, you got to put all your educational references and all that. Did they check those? Couldn't you just say, yeah, yeah, I graduated from high school? I would say that they would for if you're going to be a doctor in a hospital. But, you know, for what we do, I doubt they checked anything. So why did I go to high school? That's <laughs> like my question. Kind of, right? So I, went to degree, I went to college yeah. and got a degree. Right. Did I need? I don't know. Could I just said it and they would have never checked anyway? Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, I'm calling. Uh, I work HR. I was going to discuss the reference checks with you guys. All right. Well, so when it comes to references, I, I don't doubt that you guys call the people that they put down. But do you call my high school and ask them if I graduated from there? No, absolutely not. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I've had one company ask me to do that. And we didn't really call even then. <laughs> what about a uh, advanced degree, like a college degree? Only if it's a um, like a CEO or CFO. Well, we sometimes would check, but normally no. So, like the worker bees, like me and Daniel, we could just put whatever we wanted, and you guys wouldn't even check that. Yeah, it literally happens. Yeah. Sweet. So she's, in other words, she's encouraging all children in Oklahoma. You can go ahead and drop out. Don't go to college. Just put whatever you want down. <laughs> no, I do not encourage that. I went to Yale. <laughs> yeah, I was just like that Dookie Hauser MD. I graduated college at like 13. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, congratulations on Proved your that I didn't. flourishing career. Thank you. <laughs> That's a jelly roll. Son of a Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're about 14 minutes away from your chance to get those Cody Johnson tickets with the 98.5 The Bull fight. Daniel has this theory that uh, when you apply for a job and they now it's online and they'll have a line that says where'd you go to high school, what year'd you graduate, maybe even college or whatever, and you say that uh, they make you put that down, but they'll never check it. I really don't think they do. Or I'm completely crazy. Maybe for somebody that, um, you know, like a CEO or something like that or a a doctor, they definitely have to go check that. You can't just say you went to medical school and they go, okay, great, you start on Monday at St. Francis. What made me think about this whole thing was we used to work in North Carolina and our boss there claimed she had gone to Harvard. That's right. I remember this. She had a Harvard sticker on her car. And I was like, she didn't go to Harvard in my head because I'm like, <laughs> she wasn't the greatest boss in the whole world. I mm -hmm. said, if this lady went to Harvard. Your opinion of Harvard, opinion of Harvard just, went yeah. way down. Um, didn't it turn out it was like Harvard, Georgia or something like that? She had gone for a, a weekend, one of those professional courses that you sign up for and you pay 3000 bucks for and you get to go to Harvard for the weekend and learn, I don't know, about management or something. But she never was clear in that she wasn't an actual graduate. But a heck, I mean, I guess you can buy you can buy any bumper sticker you wanted with any college and pretend like you went there, right? I mean, really, yeah, because I don't think anybody checks. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tig and Daniel. Daniel's looking for people to hire and wants to know, do you actually call the high school they went to and make sure they did, in fact, graduate or something if they say that? What's up? Who's this? Good morning. It's Eric Bam. What's up, fellas? Our buddy Eric Bam. Good morning. What's up with you? 
Hey, not much. Just driving, dropping kids off at school and doing that stuff. And, you know, you guys are molding the minds of children this morning. You're welcome. I told you, Daniel, uh, you're you're on a sensitive topic because there's kids in the car right now, and you're encouraging kids to lie about their education. I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything, but you could just drop those kids off the arcade. Same thing. <laughs> I, I will tell you, as a, as a guy that's hired a lot of people over the years, I would say, you know, I, I pay less and less to what's on a resume, and, and kids and younger adults so miss the point that, that we look at their social media and their digital footprint. I look at that. Say it one more time. You look at the social media? Yeah, I look at their social media and their digital footprint. I, I'll look them up. I'll look them up. The, the days of saying, well, my Twitter is private. No, it's not. You know, it's, it's just not. And so I definitely look people up on social media before I hire them. He makes a great point. I mean, we spend all this time on this resume. I mean, some people hire people to help them make the resume, and you're you're spending all your time telling uh, everybody you were in Key Club and your GPA and stuff. Meanwhile, if you go in there and find one thing on social media that doesn't align with the values that you have to hire somebody, they're done, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you you look perfect example. Look at uh, the, the basketball player with Brooklyn a couple weeks ago posting some anti-Semitic stuff. And, you know, dude gets, dude gets like, you know, two weeks off. <laughs> you know, like it, you, people have got to be careful about what they post. It's not, you say it's private. It's not. And an employer is going to look at that stuff. It's a great point to make. I mean, people I that are listening right now, your mm-hmm. your digital footprint probably outweighs whatever's on that resume if you're saying kooky stuff on there. No doubt. Yeah, good point, no Eric. Doubt. Bam. Thanks for the call, no man. No doubt. Hey, you guys have, have a great day. Love your show. Thanks, man. Thanks, See you. Bye. That sounds good, but I can't tell us because you're in it or not. 98.5 The Bull. Time for our bull fight this morning. We do it every morning at 740-ish, and here we go. Calling the Duval Plumbing Contest Line, Eddie in Tulsa. Good morning, Eddie. How are you? And uh, Mark is also with us from Tulsa. It's all dudes this morning. How about that? The Battle of the Beefcakes, Tug. <laughs> Battle of the Beefcakes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Guys, would you like to go see Cody Johnson this weekend at the BOK Center? Absolutely. Uh, yes, sir. All right. They're friends right now, Tig, but they're about to become mortal enemies. <laughs> all the uh, answers to these questions begin with double. And we will start with Eddie up first. This is a type of bus found in London. Yeah, say it one more time. This is a type of bus found in London. Double-decker. Double-decker is correct. Mark, this is a spy who plays both sides. Uh, Double agent. Double agent is correct. Eddie, what Santa does to his list? Double-check. Double-check. Mark, DNA's structure. DNA's structure. Uh, not a clue. Duh. Uh, All right. I, double chromosomes. <laughs> it was close. That's double helix. Double helix. Eddie has taken the lead. Eddie, this is a number between 10 and 99. Double digit. Double digit is correct. Mark, this is something you do with a mouse. Uh, double click. Double click. Three questions down, two to go. Mark or Eddie is in the lead by one. Eddie, coffee drink with twice the espresso. Double shot. Double shot is correct. Mark, 
This is a basketball violation. Double dribble. Double dribble. Okay, Daniel. So uh, we do five questions each. If Eddie gets this, Mark has no way to come back. That's right. All right, Eddie. Two over par on a golf hole. Uh, Double birdie, eagle. That is incorrect. That's double bogey. Bogey. All right. We are tied up now. So what happens here? Mark gets this one correct. Then we're tied. He has to get this one. All right. To stay in the game. Mark, this is a statement with two meanings. One often risque. Statement with two meanings, one often risque. Um, I can. I got a clue. Double. Help him out, Tug. Entendre. Double trouble. Double trouble. Double entendre. And with that, Eddie has defeated Mark in the ninety-eight-five the bull fight. Eddie, you've got a decision to make now. Are you going to give these tickets to Mark, or are you going to keep them for yourself? I'm going to keep them for myself. Let me ask you this, Eddie: Would you consider taking Mark to the show with you? <laughs> No, I will be at the show. I will be there selling beer. <laughs> oh, well, what are you trying to win tickets for? Oh, he's going to give them to somebody. I was going to give them to my wife. Oh, I got you. Well, uh, Mark is going to be at the show giving away beer to me, selling it to the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, you bet. So it looks why, like why would he give you beer? He, everybody wins. You didn't give him the tickets. All right, so Eddie is our victor today. Congratulations, buddy, and uh, don't be jealous of these guys because uh, you got a chance to win these again tomorrow and all this week at 740. Cody Johnson this weekend at the BOK. Good morning. We're Tig and Dato. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Well, we all know Travis Meyer from looking at our televisions, you know, News on 6, Chief Meteorologist, and it's time for Travis's Coats for Kids. Donate new or gently used coats and jackets for those in need. Just drop your donation off at any Yale Cleaners location. They're everywhere, so that's pretty convenient. Coats needed for children, adults, and more. And for any other way you can help, thebulltulsa.com. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Went and got uh, the Christmas tree over the uh, Thanksgiving break, and I'm ready to check out with my tree. You know, I'm up at the thing, and they, they, you know, cut off the limbs at the bottom so I can put it in a uh, tree holder and all that. And then uh, they, they try to sell me one more thing. Do you know what it is? I'm going to predict and guess that they're going to say where they cut off at the stump, they're going to turn that into a Christmas ornament. And would you like to buy the Christmas ornament? That's a good guess. It was not. They wanted to know if I wanted to buy plant food. Like, so the idea is you pour the uh, this plant food in the water, and it makes the tree live longer. Well, no, it doesn't live anymore. Well, if you've well cut whatever. It, if you've Stay fresher. The yeah, the, the tree has died, I guess. Do you think that's an upcharge that, you know, like when you go to the oil change place, and they're like, oh, you got to have a filter. And I go, hey, no thanks, buddy. I ain't falling for that. What are they charging to charge for it? I might pay a dollar for it, but it's like uh, five dollars for some food to put in the uh, thing. Do you think that's a rip? I, I'm not a lumberjack, but uh, <laughs> I don't see how. Well, maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, because maybe it would make it last a little bit longer. Because you know, when you buy fresh flowers, they put a little packet of that stuff on. Yeah, there. but is that also just for show? 
I don't think so. I mean, does it keep it alive longer for real? Maybe a little bit. As soon as you cut its head off or you cut the stump, it's dead, right? I will say that. Edgar Allan Poe, why do you have to be so depressing about our Christmas tree? If you have a Christmas tree, do you mind leaving it plugged in when you go to work? Yeah, I typically do, yeah. You don't do that? No. Let me tell you why. My first year here in Tulsa, we get we always get a live tree or whatever. And uh, after the new year, I took it out in the backyard, and I cut it up into small sections and threw it into the fire pit. Mm-hmm. This Christmas tree, it didn't even look brown or anything. Christmas trees burn like gasoline. It's unbelievable. And I could see where even the tiniest little spark would just... In- this thing went up in flames in two seconds. No kidding. You're and tr- so now... I was thinking about maybe the plant food would keep that from happening. I don't know. You're trying to mess up your son. You take the Christmas tree out, the family Christmas tree out after Christmas and burn it in front of him? Yeah. Guy seven, man. You're going to turn him into Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) I remember in Nashville I had a a truck, and I came to get your Christmas tree one year for you out of your apartment. And your son must have been about four or five at the time. Walks with me out to the truck. He's sad because the tree's leaving. Yeah. I load this thing into the truck. Guy gets up. Kisses the stump of the tree, gets sap and all that on his lips. <laughs> he loved a Christmas tree that much. And you mean to tell me you horrifically, Burned it after up. Christmas, go outside and burn up the tree, right? Please tell me you're not doing it in front of him. Yeah, he was there. Um, he was sad for a second until he had a stick and a marshmallow. But I'm telling you, those trees, like, I would unplug them. I don't leave my dryer running when I'm not there. I was going to say, you, you also, you never leave the dryer running. No, never, ever. Look at us. I've never in my life homes. heard of somebody saying, oh, the house burned down. How? Because I left the dryer running. <laughs> I stayed at your apartment. I forget what the instance was, but I stayed at your apartment once, and uh, I did some laundry over there. And when I left, I left that dryer going full blast, buddy, just <laughs> Thanks, for you. Man. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Moved out to South Carolina just like you always said we would. His name is Bailey Zimmerman. It's Fall in Love. Welcome into Did You See, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world right here in Tulsa, here on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Ty. Uh, did you see this? A pilot in Utah. You're a fan of aviation. This guy was flying a small aircraft in Utah, crashed the plane. He lived, got out of the plane, got on his cell phone to call help. No service. Uh, then what, what does this guy do? Well, good luck to be able to... Safely land somehow, but then you don't have cell phone service. Well, he didn't safely land. He crashed. Uh, six miles he has to hike. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's rough. It's tough on Turkey Mountain. Could you imagine six miles? Oh, yeah. And then uh, yesterday I had to change my tire, and I was that almost killed me. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine crashing a plane, then walking, hiking six miles in Utah? And you know this wasn't no, like, hiking path. This wasn't no river walk and jinx. This was in the treacherous wilderness of Utah. In the brush. He made it all right. Did you see this? Jay Leno back on stage in California on Sunday night, two weeks after he suffered third-degree burns while working on one of his classic cars. Reporters found him as he entered the venue, and Jay cracked a few jokes at his own expense. Never thought of myself as a roast comic. <laughs> hey, thank you. We got two shows tonight, regular and extra crispy. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's kind of cool he's able to joke about it because we thought he was in serious trouble there for a while. Well, yeah, he's in the burn unit. Yeah. And I saw a picture of him while he was in that burn unit, and he was wrapped up in those, like a mummy. Mm-hmm. It was bad. And we actually posted a picture of him, and you can tell that there was an incident, but he doesn't look disfigured or anything. And he seems that if he's back on the road telling jokes, good for him. Yeah. Did you see this? A man is going viral on TikTok. Now he claims 
I've never heard of this in my life. He claims he spent $3,200 in gear at Best Buy, but refused to spend 11 cents on a plastic bag that was offered to him after he had already checked out. Here's this guy named Matt explaining what happened on TikTok. I, I don't know if I buy this, Ty. Listen to this. So this is us carrying $3,200 in stuff out of Best Buy. No bag, because after we paid, we were told it's 11 cents for a bag. Okay, thanks, Best Buy. I don't buy it. I've never been to a store. I checked out. You think he's lying? I do. Oh. I've never been to a store, checked out, and they're like, oh, hey, would you like a bag for that? That'll be 11 cents. This never happened. Listen, here's did- the thing, man. You can get on TikTok and do or say anything you want. But let's pretend it's real. If it's real and they wouldn't give me a free plastic bag, I'd say, we'll put it all back, fellas. It's like if I bought a car and I said, could I get one of those Christmas tree air fresheners? They said, yeah, we're going to have to add a dollar. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Right? An air freshener almost makes sense. Like, yeah, charge a dollar for that. But the bag? No, no, I'm not paying 11 cents for a bag. I'm real petty, man. I got a line before and was going to get concert tickets, and they wanted to charge me $3 to print them off at home. No, thanks. I'll just miss the show. I'm <laughs> petty like him. that. Are you like that? Uh, not quite, but I get this sentiment. I understand what you're talking about. I'll, uh, if I get ready to pay a bill or something and there's a convenience fee. I don't like to that pay convenience it online, fee. I won't pay it. What do you mean you won't pay it? You don't pay the whole bill? Correct. I don't fool around with stuff like How's that. How's it like having not pow- or not having power over there? Never happened to me before. Remember one time I was in an apartment complex in Alabama and uh, they Said I paid it late, but I had gone there and nobody was in the office. I slid it under the door or whatever, and they said it was late, and they called me, and they said, oh, well, unfortunately, we got to charge you a late payment. I said, well, I ain't paying that. They said, well, sir, you have to. I said, well, I ain't going <laughs> to. They just moved on. They didn't charge <laughs> You'd like be surprised at how often that works. Yeah. yeah. I'm thankful for this product, Daniel. Did you see this? That um, The craft company, they have that delicious macaroni and cheese. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Got to put a lot of butter in it and stuff. Um, but it's not easy to make. Like, there's so much of it if you just wanted a craft macaroni. So they have that instant one now where you pull open the lid and you add water to it. And then there's that white, I don't know what that powder is. I have no idea what that is. I don't know what it is either. That could be asbestos, but I still eat it. Well, ladies suing craft macaroni and cheese, the uh, the instant version that you just throw in the microwave real quick because she says the the time to cook is misleading. It says three and a half minutes on the label. She's suing them. Because they didn't include time to open the package, add water, and then the mixing. So she's upset that that's only the microwave time, not actual start-to-finish time before we can enjoy that delicious Yeah, but cooking time itself, I consider cooking time to be the time it's on heat. All the rest of the time is prep and stirring in. If I go to Reese's and I buy a cake batter, Mm -hmm. I don't expect when it says on the box it's done in 20 minutes that to include my trip to the store, to include getting it in the house... To include taking it out and letting it cool, I just think 20 minutes is what it takes to, to heat this thing up to where it's it's done, right? But she's not even suing for money. She wants them to change the label. So <laughs> she's wasting her money, right? Well, you know, it's so crazy that you can sue anybody you want in this country. You can just sue people, and it, even if it's frivolous, it's going to get thrown out. But you'll still, like, if I wanted to, Tyke, if you were my enemy, I could just start suing you in small claims court all the time, and you'd either, A, have to show up, take time off work and all that to come in, or, B, hire a lawyer to do it for you. It's a really a no-win situation. And if I didn't show up, they might find it in your favor. Mm-hmm. And I have to pay. That's a good idea. I'm going to start suing you, silly. I'll sue you, boy.
Okay. Thanks. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Now, earlier, you are talking about a guy that went to Best Buy, bought $3,200 worth of stuff, and then they wanted to charge him 11 cents for the bag. And you said at that point, welcome in, it's 98.5 The Bull, that you would have just said, all right, I'm returning all this. Over the 11 cent bag, you wouldn't buy the $3,200 worth of stuff. uh, Yeah, of course I wouldn't, but I've never in my life heard of somebody charging you for a bag. So you think he's making it up, the story. That's what I feel like. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Emily. I heard you talking about the bag for 11 cents. I wanted to comment real quick. Please. So I just moved from California in June. California does charge 10 cents a bag at any store. Well, do they do they charge you for it like after you've checked out and you're ready to go to your car? Then do they go? Oh, by the way, would you like a bag? Or do they do this in the process of checking you out? It, it is in the process. Yeah, it's in the process. But yeah, I guess I didn't hear that part after. Um, why do they charge ten cents a bag? Is that to encourage people to use less plastic? And who's charging you? Is that the government or is that the store making the money? No, it's actually the government, and that's. Another 100 reasons why we got out of there. Actually, in January, they start a new law. You know, the little bags that you put your vegetables in, the little plastic bags? Yeah, like you go to the produce section and there's those skinny bags. This is in California. So what about that? Yeah. They are now charging 10 cents each for those starting January 2023. (laughs) What is the reasoning? It's not to make money, I guess. Is it to encourage us not to use bags? Yes, yes. For the environment, basically, but it's it's another way for them to get money. Let me ask you this: coming from California, Tig and I have been here a couple of years now. We moved from Nashville to here. What do you make of uh, Oklahoma so far? I absolutely love Oklahoma. The people, um, the the cost of living, of course, but everyone's so genuinely nice. Um, I mean, I just have a hundred thousand things I could say. How much I love. Tulsa. You know, we feel the same way. Whenever we moved from Nashville, we thought, man, we're going to be bored to death. There's not going to be any good restaurants. And I got to say, I like Tulsa more than I do Nashville. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, we, uh, California, too, we love trying all the little different mom and pop restaurants, you know, um, out here. We rarely go to any chain restaurants just because there's so many authentic restaurants that we love to try. So, Yeah. yeah, I... Love it here. Absolutely love it. And Oklahoma has free bags. Yeah, exactly. My my husband, he's pretty funny with that. He always posts on Facebook how, Oklahoma, we get free bags here in <laughs> California. got to pay your 10 cents for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to comment on that because I know California is just ridiculous with that. Tiger Daniel, 1985 The Bull.